more about our host, O.J. Tokes, please visit his website, ojtokes.com. That is O-J-T as in Tom, O-K as in Kite, S as in Steve.com, ojtokes.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is O.J. Tokes. Hello, welcome again to another edition of the While You Are Single podcast. Thanks for joining the program again today. I hope the program has been a blessing, and if it has, I hope you have been sharing with your friends as well. Welcome again to the program. I have been talking about, starting last week, I began talking about 10 things that God will tell you before He allows you to get into a relationship again. 10 things that He will instruct you with to help you have a better opportunity to maintain a healthy, wholesome relationship. And I derived this point from the story in Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 to 32. Matthew 14, verses 22 to 32. And this is the story of when Jesus walked on water. And from there, I mentioned the first two points that you need to be mindful of, that God will tell you, that Jesus will advise you on before you get into a relationship again. And the first was he'll tell you to pray. The second is that he'll tell you to learn to be alone. Learn to be alone. Perhaps you might argue that talks, I thought, in Genesis chapter 2 verse 18, the Bible says, that it is not good for man to be alone. And last week I mentioned that I had been misquoting that scripture and perhaps you have been doing so too. And as a result, we've had the wrong impression of what that verse is actually saying. This scripture does not say that God said it's not good for man to be alone. If you read most of the translations of that verse, the NIV, the Amplified Version, the King James Version, the New American Standard Bible Version, NASB, a lot of the translations, the way they state the verse is this. It is not good for the man to be alone. It doesn't say it is not good for man to be alone. It says it is not good for the man to be alone, letting us know there's a specific person that verse is referring to. Of course, Adam and Eve They were the first of humankind, and we can derive a lot of things from them and apply them to us as human beings, but that verse was really specifying about the man God created. Let me elaborate further. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, God said, Let us make man in our image and our likeness. And in verse 27 of Genesis chapter 1, It says, God made man in his image. In his image, he made him male and female. He created them. Then in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, it says, God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and he became a living being. Then in verse 8 of Genesis 2, it says, God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man. Then in Genesis 2 verse 15, the Bible says, God put the man in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. 
And in verse 18, God says, it's not good for the man to be alone. My emphasis is that the man is really referring to Adam. And as it applies to us, anybody that is like Adam. So the question is, what kind of person is like Adam? I credited this to Dr. Miles Monroe, who first brought this to my attention and to the attention of a lot of singles worldwide, that the emphasis is on a person like Adam. Who is that person? A person made in the image and likeness of God. A person who knows their place or where they are in the Garden of Eden. And the person who knows their purpose, this person that that verse is referring to is somebody who's like Adam. A person who knows who they are in the image, someone made in the image and likeness of God, where they are, Adam was placed in the Garden of Eden, and what they're supposed to be doing, their purpose, he was instructed to guard and keep the garden. So in essence, it is not good for a person who knows who they are, who knows where they are, and who knows what they're supposed to be doing with their life to be alone, because that person has value, and that person understands their value. And that person in a relationship will add value to somebody else. That person should not be alone. However, a person that does not know who they are, a person that does not know where they are, and a person that doesn't know or have no idea whatsoever what they're supposed to be doing with their life, that person should be alone until the person knows who they are in Christ, knows where they are, where they're supposed to be, knows what they're supposed to be doing in their life or have some some semblance some idea of what they're supposed to do with their life that person is on the right track to be in a relationship but if you don't know who you are your person your preferences your personality if you don't know where you are your place where you're supposed to be and if you don't know what you're supposed to be doing with your life some idea of where you're going in your life you need to be alone until you find those things out ladies if you knew who you were you're not gonna allow any guy to just come into your life take advantage of you devalue you disrespect you mistreat you abuse you if you know who you were you're supposed to end up with a guy who will guard and keep you like Adam not a guy who will take advantage of you and dismiss you. Scripture says in Genesis 2 verse 15 that God put the man, which is Adam, in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it. Anyone who's like Adam, someone who knows who they are, they are made in the image and likeness of God. Who knows their place in the Garden of Eden? Who knows their place, where they're supposed to be? Who knows their purpose, what they're supposed to do? That person is a prime candidate to be blessed and to be placed in a relationship by God. I find it interesting that Adam was placed in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it prior to receiving Eve. I believe that's the case because women are like gardens they need to be tended guarded and kept the amplified version says god put him there to tend guard and keep it 
Ladies, you are like gardens. You're supposed to end up with a man who's supposed to guard you, who's supposed to keep you, who's supposed to water you with affection, who's supposed to keep out animals from your life, who's supposed to weed out any insecurities, a man that will attend to you, pay attention to you, a man that will protect you. That's the kind of man that she'll end up with you. And if you knew how special you were, who you are, that's the kind of guy that will, you will allow into your life. Until you understand that revelation of who you are, then learn to be alone. Because it's your alone time that you learn that you're special and that you can't allow anybody to just come into your life. It's in your alone time that you find out how valuable you are. And you're not going to let anyone devalue you. When you don't know your value, you're going to let other people devalue you. Guys, if you knew who you were, you're not just going to let any woman come into your life. If you knew who you were, you'll understand that you're supposed to end up with a lady who's supposed to help you. You're supposed to end up with a lady who's to give you help. Not a lady who's going to give you hell. You're supposed to end up with a helpmate. You're supposed to end up with a helper, not a hellraiser. You're supposed to end up with a helpmate, not a cellmate. Not someone that make you feel like you're in prison. If you knew who you were. So learn to be alone. A person who's learned to be alone is a person who's learned to know who they are. Their person their personality, their preferences, know where they are, their place, where they're supposed to be, and know what they're supposed to be doing with their lives or some idea of what they're supposed to be doing with their lives, even if it means at least it's serving God. So learn to be alone. Number one, pray. Number two, learn to be alone. Number three in the story in Matthew chapter 14, I believe it is in verse 24 and 25. It talks about how Jesus at the fourth watch, which is around 4 a.m. in the morning, he was walking on the water and the disciples saw him. And prior to that, the wind was boisterous and the disciples were afraid and they saw him walking on water and they thought it was a ghost and they screamed, it's a ghost. And Jesus said, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. The third thing that God would tell you before you venture into a relationship is take courage don't be afraid. Take courage. Don't be afraid. Do you know how many relationships have not started or broken up because of fear, because the lady was afraid, or because of the or because the guy was afraid? Do you know how many relationships don't come into fruition because the lady was afraid that it will not work out? That she clammed up out of fear? That what if he gets to know me and he doesn't want me anymore? I'll just save him the trouble and not even go into this relationship. What if things don't go right? They don't even show up for the date. Out of fear? I'm talking about somebody who's prayed and somebody who's learned to be alone. And God is like, take courage, don't be afraid. God has opened the door and they close the door, God opened out of fear. They climb up, they freak out like, I'm scared. And in, instead of walking by faith and receiving this opportunity, they blow it up. They sabotage it. 
Or do you know how many guys don't get into a relationship because out of fear? Out of fear of rejection? The fear of rejection goes with male and female, but so many guys, they don't say anything. A few weeks back, a lady came to me, lamenting, complaining. Church guys don't ever say anything. They don't say nothing. They just look. Guys, if you're listening, it's not enough just to admire a godly woman. It's not enough just to appreciate her looks and appreciate her character. If you are interested in her, she's not going to know that. I want to encourage you to open your mouth and say something beyond you look nice, beyond I appreciate the way you carry yourself. You open your mouth and say something, something like, hey, how you doing? Would you like to go out for some coffee or something? How about dinner and a movie or something like that? That's what I did with my wife about three and a half years ago, and now we are married. Say something. Don't be afraid. Take courage. Don't be afraid. Yes, I know there are a few good men out there who are like, you know what, Tokes, I did that, and I got rejected. It's okay. Sometimes we go through that. And if you've heard anything I've said about rejection, you understand that it wasn't a setback, but a setup for something better for you. Being rejected does not mean something is wrong with you. Usually it means something or someone is wrong for you. In the grand scheme of things, listen, I've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, wrote the book about it. I know exactly what I'm talking about. I've gotten a lot of no's. I am so grateful for those opportunities. They prepared me for my wife. I, I made moves. I, I reached out. They said no. It doesn't make them bad. It just meant I wasn't the best for them. As much as they were not the best for me, God had another plan for me and God had other plans for them as well. So don't be afraid. Take courage. Walk by faith. God is for you. If God opens the door, go for it. Don't climb up. I know what it's like. You're in the boat. It's called singleness. And you look around the waters around you. You see storms everywhere in relationships. You want to get into a relationship, but all you see are storms. And you feel like this is not going to work and there's fear. You want to venture out, but at the same time, you want to stay in the coziness and the comfort and the safety of the book called singleness. You can't have it both ways. You have to step out when God opens up that opportunity. Don't be afraid. Take courage. If it doesn't work, it's okay. You learn from it and move on. It's the process. Everybody goes through that process. But listen, as long as you've done number one, you've prayed, and number two, You've learned to be alone. You know who you are. You know where you are. You know what you're supposed to be doing with your life. With those things as your basis, as your template, then you are in a better position to even make relationship decisions. You're not just going to let anybody come into your life. So if someone's coming to your life who's like the man in Genesis 2.15, who knows that he's supposed to guard and keep you and, and protect you and water you with affection, then lady, you might be on the right track. Take courage. Don't be afraid. And guys, you've seen somebody who's a helpmate. Someone's going to help you. Someone's going to give you help and not hell. Take courage and be open to that opportunity. Say something to her and see what happens. Take courage. Don't be afraid. Guys, remember that women, they're like guardians. They need to be tended and kept. So if you're a guy and you see a lady that lines up with the word of God, a godly woman, if you want to enjoy her fruit after you marry her, understand 
that she needs to be tended and kept. Tend, guard, and keep her, and rest assured she'll be glad to share her fruit with you. So number one, pray. Number two, learn to be alone. Number three, take courage, don't be afraid. Number four, find out next week in the While You're Single podcast. Thank you for listening. If this has blessed you in any way, I encourage you to share with your friends. Until next week, take care and stay blessed. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. OJ Tokes has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.